This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. New Japan Pro Wrestling. A few questions. Uh, one, are we the OG Bullet Club? Yes. No. Are we the world famous Good Brothers? Yes. Are we repping OC on WWE Monday Night Raw? Yes. And do all bookings still go through the big LG when it comes to Bright Lights, when it comes to the Good Brothers? Yes, they do. You guys announced Bright Lights, the machine gun, Carl Anderson, for a match November 5th. Well, guess what? We're a little double booked because you didn't run it through me. So he ain't coming. We're not coming unless it's on our time. The machine gun Carl Anderson and the fate, the very fate, of the never open weight championship has been a big talking point over the past week or so. Tensions between WWE and New Japan running hot as Carl Anderson is booked for both Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia and Battle Autumn in Osaka. But is it all as it seems? To discuss this and more is Rich Kreich, from Voices of Wrestling. How's it going? It's been an interesting time for New Japan Pro Certainly. Wrestling. Let's <laughs> let's go through the last couple of weeks. Uh, well, first of all, uh, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson back in WWE after some of the things that were said about, about their, uh, their ideas about being there. Were you surprised to see them back on Monday Night Raw? Uh, yes and no. Like, it, it, a li- for Gallows, probably not, because he definitely seems like a wrestler's wrestler. That's like, hey, who's ever cutting the check? Whenever they're cutting the check, I'm there. I mean, that's kind of his shtick as well. So I wasn't super surprised about him, but I, I, I won't lie that I was slightly surprised by Anderson because of how how vocal he was about, you know, the contract negotiations and what were said during the contract negotiations. And then uh, you go back to the Saudi Arabia situation a couple of years ago with his wife. And, and uh, I forget if he was ever quoted with, with comments as well, but it definitely seemed like a guy who wasn't super, super happy with his time there and, and, and had a lot of aspects uh, that he was frustrated with, uh, including Triple H. It wasn't like, you know, because a lot of times with these guys that are coming back, these guys and, and girls that are coming back, it, it's, it's, you know, okay, well, you can, you can rationalize that their biggest issues were with Vince McMahon or with Kevin Dunn or with, you know, but they never had a problem with Triple H. They never had a real issue with Stephanie or whatever. Uh, it did seem like Anderson and Gales both kind of had issues with, you know, Vince and, and Triple H and the company itself. So 
I can't lie that I was a little surprised, but at the end of the day, they are, you know, they are wrestlers and, you know, they'll, wherever there's a good contract or good opportunity, you, you know, you can't, uh, you know, you, you can't be smirking too much for, uh, for taking that. But it, it, I was a little surprised by Anderson. Did you think that good opportunity would have been a return to New Japan, Rich? Yeah, I mean, it really felt like that was a, a, a good spot, especially for Carl Anderson, who, uh, you know, after years of kind of bouncing around between places, uh, was back in New Japan and, you know, back doing single stuff, which, which you know, he obviously, um, you know, we thought, you know, he really wanted to do again and really loved uh, uh, about his, you know, previous New Japan career. And it did seem like for a while he was really, really into it again. Uh, but yeah, it, it, towards the end, especially, the, you know, the, the recent match with Roshi Tanahashi that left a lot of people kind of underwhelmed. It felt like, oh, I don't know, like what's what's, you know, does he is he as motivated as we maybe think he is? Um, so I, I don't know, like when initially I thought they were coming back, I was like, well, that's a great opportunity for them. That tag division needs them. Uh, there's bullet club drama that they can get involved in, but you know, w- with time, it didn't feel like their heart was into it as much. So then when they, when, you know, when the decision was made to, you know, go back to WWE, it, it felt like, okay, yeah, that, that's probably uh, a, a good move for those guys. But uh, yeah, I, I was a little disappointed by Anderson's run in, in new Japan this last time. I really did think he was going to hit the ground running. It started off all right. They turned up yeah. on Monday Night Raw. Uh, did the did did Gallows and Anderson? New Japan retweeted it. So obviously that relationship it started off pretty good between the between the parties. What do we know about that? Those early days of because yeah, that's a, that's a bit un, unexpected to have Carl Anderson rejoining whilst being a title carrying New Japan performer. Yeah. So, and that, and that's where the interesting aspect of this story comes in and where I, you know, it, it's, it's hard to piece together exactly, especially at this point. I mean, we have some sources that have told us uh, some things and, and people that we, you know, have, have talked to that it's a little bit of like a pseudo <laughs> it's wrestling. Wrestling is the dumbest business ever. It's a <laughs> it really little bit is. of a work, a little bit of shoot, a little bit. It's like, there's a lot of pride involved in this. So basically what happens is, is, you know, gals and Anderson are there. Uh, in New Japan, they give the Never Openweight title to Carl Anderson. And what we were told is that nobody was in, in New Japan. And I don't know if this is, you know, just to kind of safe face or whatever. But we were basically told that nobody in New Japan was super surprised that they went back to WWE. And, and, and even a, a source will tell us that, you know, they knew that New Japan knew that they were uh, negotiating to go back or whatever. Uh, you know, they were not contracted in New Japan. They were just on like a per date, uh, you know, per, per appearance uh, a fee at that point. And that is where, you know, now it's like, okay, well, wrestling history has kind of told you that should you be putting titles on guys you don't have, you know, uh, contracted or you haven't put pen to paper to. And, and the answer is almost always no. Uh, they decided in this case that, you know, they were going to let it ride and see what happens. And then when they go to WWE, like you said, there didn't, it, it, it was weird because then you saw New Japan retweet WWE. And I think it got a lot of people saying, whoa, here we go. There's, I, I don't know what the relationship is like. I don't know that WWE and New Japan have gotten together on a meeting table or a call or whatever and said, hey, here's how we're going to handle this situation. For everything that we've kind of been told, it feels like it's Carl Anderson basically doing a solid to New Japan and New Japan doing a solid to him and WWE doing a solid to Carl Anderson. You know, it's like everyone's kind of being nice about that for now, at least. It, it seems like it might not seem because I think now we've entered, to me, pretty clearly like the work territory of this because you have Gals and Anderson, you know, cutting their... You know, they're, they're clearly in character promos about, well, we're not going to be there, you know, because this isn't the bright lights and that sort of stuff. So I really think it's a point now where, you know, the relationship I do think is still good or, or, or you know, OK at this point, because I do think that Anderson and he, you know, he has a lot of pride for New Japan and, and a lot of love for New Japan. I mean, that's that's really who resurrected his career. I mean, he was just, a you know, an American indie guy, like an Ohio based indie guy until 
you know, New Japan really kind of, you know, he found them and they found him and then it kind of launched his career into, you know, what it's become now. So I think he's always going to be a little prideful to New Japan. They're always going to be a little prideful to him. And now they're just in the situation that's like, all right, look, so there's two you know ways we can go about this. We can, you know, strip you of the title and just kind of move on. And, and, you know, then there's this sort of pride thing from New Japan of saying, well, you know, we let, you know, one of our title holders doesn't have a contract and just sign with, you know, uh, another company, a competitor. And that doesn't look great. So I do think that what we've reached now is the point where uh, Anderson is essentially just trying to do a solid for New Japan and, and you know, give them a storyline that they can kind of work with here. Because I think we're solidly in that. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, wow, this, you know, because there's, you know, uh, announcers from New Japan are tweeting this stuff. But we've been told that New Japan knows and it's all at this point kind of a, a story and that everybody's been told to kind of play it up, you know, turn the volume up to 10 uh, and take this real life, you know, issue and make it into something that they can, you know, hopefully uh, turn into a, a, a match or, or at least a big storyline that puts up Picoleo uh, at some point. I will be keen to get your your opinion on how this this particular tale comes to an end. But when it comes to the the reaction, as worked as it may be from New Japan, the, the, it's easy to to bite on the fact that it's not because, as history will tell us, uh, there is uh, there's a pride, as you said, the word pride came up a lot then, Rich. There's a, there's a pride yeah. with New Japan and their championships, and they aren't they they don't have an issue with if needed stripping a guy of the title. That's happened a fair amount of times, hasn't it? Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And for people that don't know, I mean, New Japan is, is throughout their history, essentially, if you can't make a title defense, uh, for whatever reason, sickness, injury, uh, travel issues, whatever, and we've seen a, you know, the run of it, especially over the last uh, couple of years with the pandemic, that they'll just strip you of the title. And that the, even if it's like been a long reign that they've been building up, or it's been a reign that they've, you know, carefully planned to have happen, like if one of those things happens, and uh, a title match comes and goes, and you can't defend it, they have no issue stripping it. So it it does bring into a lot of question, like well, what's you know what's so different and what's the weird what, like why this why why this title why Carl Anderson why the never open weight title and I don't exactly know if I can say you know or I I can give you an exact reason why they decided this particular thing they wanted to make into a story or they just realized hey this is an opportunity uh, for us to maybe turn this into a little bit more of a story a little bit more of something. And to be fair to them as well, Carl Anderson hasn't yet missed a defense. Now, obviously, <laughs> uh, the, the show coming up uh, in, in November, a couple weeks or a week from now, uh, the Battle Autumn show, that will have been that defense. And that should presumably, you know, if the match, you know, Hikaleo gets in the ring and they announce Carl Anderson, he's not there. Or, you know, a day before they say Carl Anderson cannot make this event or whatever. So we're stripping him of the title. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. But I do also think that there's been some rumblings as well. Uh, uh, particularly today, this morning, uh, Hikaleo was in the ring at, at the New Japan show and basically said, I don't want you to get stripped. I want you to show up or whatever. So, you know, I think that they're going to try to wiggle out of this. At least that's my best guess right now. They're going to try to wiggle out of this and maybe set something up for the future. We'll talk about that, uh, I'm sure, in a bit. But yeah, it's not without precedent that they've just said, hey, you can't make this defense. You're stripped. You're gone. Something's different about this one, this story, this particular thing. And I don't exactly know what it is, but, 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 for some reason, they decided this is a good opportunity for us to turn this into a little bit more of a story. Is it part of it be- because of the the optics involved, the fact that it's a it's a guy who's gone to WWE and there's a, a lot of light on that? Is it the fact that instead of it just being sort of radio silence and a stripping of the title, we have this storyline, this back and forth between the parties of will they, won't they? Is that part of why you think it feels a bit different uh, to I, I normal do. ones? Yeah, I do. And I think it's also 
who it, who stands to benefit from this. So obviously you have the Bullet Club drama, the, the ongoing Bullet Club drama, you know, it's, it's seemingly never ending uh, Bullet Club drama in New Japan. And you also have the person, it, it's not like Carl Anderson had a never open weight defense against Ishii or whatever. If it was against Tomohiro Ishii, it's a good chance they just say, hey, you know what, Carl, thanks for all the, you know, the memories. You could just send the title back via FedEx and, you know, we wish you best in your, in your future endeavors or whatever, uh, and then make a match between Ishii and somebody or whatever for the title. I do think, I, and I do wonder if they see this as an opportunity to put over Hikuleo a, a little bit more, where Hikuleo says, hey, you know, you're, you're ducking me. You you don't want to face me because you're scared. You go, you went and ran away to WWE because you didn't want to face me. And New Japan can at least turn that into some sort of story where either Carl Anderson doesn't show up for, for you know, his scheduled defense, or they do kind of get some idea where, where, where New Japan and, and, and Carl Anderson, and maybe Carl Anderson can ask WWE, hey, are you guys cool with, you know, me doing the Wrestle Kingdom. It's it's January 4th. It's on a Wednesday. There's really probably no direct reason why Carl Anderson couldn't be there. So possibly that's what, and and that's my best guess. Like right now, as of right, you know, knowing the information I know now, I don't think that they're going to strip them. I do think that they're going to try to do something. And there's a lot of tours coming up and there's a lot of, you know, dates coming up that don't really work. Wrestle Kingdom does seem like a date that would work. And I think it would be a cool story for all parties involved where he finally shows up Hikaleo beats him, you, you know, the title moves on to Hikaleo, and then, then Carl Anderson's kind of done. But obviously, it's wrestling, and there's politics involved in that, too. Does WWE want Carl Anderson losing? Does WWE want Carl Anderson going to New Japan? Does does New Japan fully trust that Carl Anderson can show up on that day? Does does WWE then, you know, a few days prior say, ah, actually, you know what, we're going to need you on this, or we're going to need you for this, or or whatever? Or, you know, then there's injuries. and all, I mean, there's so many other things that can kind of happen, so many other mitigating factors, that it does seem risky. It seems like the easiest thing to do would just be at this battle autumn, he, you know, Hikaleos gets out there. They announce Carl Anderson. He's not there. Title forfeited, whatever. That seems like the easiest way to do it. But it does feel like, at least my best guess, that we're trying to build to at least one match here, a one-off match, probably at Wrestle Kingdom. You know, don't quote me exactly on that. That's just kind of my guess. Uh, no sources have kind of told us that. But that does seem like uh, a, a possible option here. But uh, it is it is very a lot of moving parts still. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. New Japan Pro Wrestling, listen, I love what you've done for, for the Good Brothers through these years. But let me tell you something. I am the greatest never open weight champion of all time. I only work when the lights are bright. And November 5th, when you come. We'll come on our time. Machine Gun will tell you when I'm coming to defend my championship. Hey, who's. 
for now. We're done. Fatten that envelope too. Where do you see the the relationship between? WWE and New Japan in general. This is a very different era to the one that we've known all of our lives, Rich. This is the, the Triple H yeah. administration. Uh, do you see, because of that, there being a potential sort of working partnership going forward beyond this with WWE and New Japan, or is this just a one-off? Yeah, to, to me personally, I, I kind of think it's just a one-off. Uh, I, I and, and I'm not even sure that there's been much communication between New Japan and WWE directly. Uh, with this situation, at least the sources we talked to haven't really said uh, anything of that. It's been mostly Carl Anderson talking and and maybe WD just saying, hey, you know what, do whatever you got to do, finish up your, you know, your, your not necessarily finish up your bookings, but, you know, finish up your stories, do whatever you got to do there. That's as far as what we've known. And and who knows? It could it could blossom into something a little bit more. Maybe they do get to the table and say, hey, OK, like maybe this is a, a, an opportunity for both of us to you know, find some common ground and maybe we can do a little bit of a relationship because it's possible that, you know, and, 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 and totally plausible that if, if WWE says, all right, yeah, Carl, you can work, you know, let's, let's presumably say again, this isn't me reporting this or whatever. This is me kind of speculating that WWE would say, okay, Carl, yeah, go do Wrestle Kingdom, drop that title to them. But Hey, uh, New Japan, can we get something in return? Can we, you know, get somebody for a Royal Rumble? Can we get somebody for a one-off? Can we get somebody for an appearance or whatever? That's not implausible either. And if you're WWE, you absolutely should try to do that. I mean, if you can get, you know, Again, just pure speculation. If you get Minoru Suzuki in a Royal Rumble or whatever, oh, yeah, yeah, of course you do. Do not to, right? threaten me with a good time. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. I don't want to. I'm not reporting it, but no, I you're mean, not reading. Really this is all. This is really yeah, speculating. This is I mean, but but pie in the sky from Richard. Triple, if Triple H wants to steal that idea, he can have it, and he can give me credit. But but there you go. I mean, cause, cause, I mean that that to me, if I'm WWE, I do have to ask for something in return because one of my guys, I'm letting them go back and 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 drop a title, lose a match or whatever at one of their big shows and, and, and build up a storyline for them. So I think that's a really cool uh, aspect of this is that does this kind of blossom into a little bit more? Does this turn into something more? My guess would be probably not. It's probably just a, hey, let's finish this thing up with Carl. And then we move on and we kind of do our own thing. But you can never say never, especially like you said, in this brand new era, uncharted territory. You know, would Vince McMahon be doing this five, six years ago? Probably not. Would Triple H do that today? You know, maybe. And especially... If, you know, because AEW and New Japan, obviously that relationship's there. If WWE can find a way to kind of, you know, slither in there and cool down their relationship between those two and, and whatever. I mean, that's you're in a wrestling war. So anything's fair game at this point. So I, I wouldn't I would I be stunned if this is the beginning of something. I wouldn't be stunned. But as far as I know right now, or as far as I could guess right now, uh, it does feel like a one off. But but if I'm WWE, I definitely ask for something in return from New Japan. If, if you know, my sort of hope uh, of the Wrestle Kingdom match happens, you know, I, I, you got to ask for something in return if you're them. Absolutely. Rich, I was going to end this conversation uh, with with the question, where does Carl Anderson's plane land next weekend? Is it Japan or is it Saudi Arabia? But I'm kind of getting the vibe that in terms of how you feel, and again, not based on your sources, but based on your speculation, yeah. I feel like you're feeling Saudi Arabia. I, I definitely am. And, and, and I will say that New Japan, they were aware and, and our sources have told us that New Japan was aware that Carl was not going to be available for that November 5th show. When, when, when he signed with WWE and they booked that match, they were aware that he was not going to show up. That's, that's at least what our sources said. Now, that is not usually what New Japan does. I mean, they're not usually the company that will book something they know they can't deliver. Uh, but everything that we've been told is they were aware of that. And Anderson defending that against Hikaleo, that, that was kind of always the plan. And the idea was, let's book the match anyway. And then later, you know, Anderson could say that he's not going to make the date and turn this thing into a whole storyline or whatever. So 
that's why I still think Saudi Arabia is, is where that plane lands. And I don't think the plan was ever for that plane to land in Japan. And the plan has always been either to do something on that show where the title gets, you know, vacated or kind of kick the can down the road and say, all right, let's try for Wrestle Kingdom or let's try for sometime in December or whatever. Uh, that's always, and that's, that's at least that's what I think. And that's also what our sources have kind of indicated to us as well is that the plan was always that Carl was not going to be able to make this show. They was going to be booked for Saudi Arabia. There was maybe booked for WWE, but what's weird about that is just not what new Japan has ever done before. And that's why I get why there's a lot of like, you know, people saying, well, that's, that's really, cause they've never really been that way before something about this situation, something about this particular title and this, you know, matchup and this person in Carl Anderson has made them decide to kind of, you know, break away from, from their traditions a little bit here. But no, I, I am um, 99% 90. Let's go 90. Let's go 90. percent <laughs> sure. Uh, that that plane lands uh, in, in Saudi Arabia. Now, I don't know if that plane's going to take off from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other yikes. I do think it's landing. I do think it's landing in Saudi Arabia. But uh, as far as work goes from there, I can't, uh, I, I don't know anything about that. Rich, uh, I've been such a fan of what you guys do at Voices of Wrestling for so long. And when Thank this you. story Thank came you. up, I thought I really would love to the opportunity to pick your brains on it. And I cannot thank you enough for, for taking time for a, for a chat with us with Cultaholic. And I want to send some people your way. I know you guys have got a Patreon where uh, you publish even more content based on stuff that you hear and your sources and insight yeah. into what goes on. Tell people where they can find you and how they can get involved. Yeah, flagshippatreon.com is the best way, uh, or you can go to voicesofwrestling.com slash Patreon. And we have a uh, two price tiers. We have a $5 tier and a $10 tier. Uh, $5 tier is a lot of our bonus audio. We do uh, uh, Dynamite reviews uh, every single week on there. We do uh, retro content as well. Right now I'm going through Halloween Havoc main events. Uh, and recapping and reviewing those uh, and several other things we do uh, on the $5 tier. And then $10 tier is our live shows. We do instant reactions uh, immediately following major pay-per-views, uh, major AEW shows, major WWE shows, uh, you know, dynamites that are special or, or whatnot. We'll do that uh, on the $10 tier. And also all of our um, other stuff uh, is on the $10 tier as well, our, our written content, uh, some other news and, and notes and stuff is all available there. But yeah, $5 or $10. Uh, gets you uh, our content and uh, yeah it's all available flagship patreon.com uh, patreon.com slash voices of wrestling so yeah plenty of stuff there uh, news audio reviews retro stuff everything is available there uh, at uh, flagship patreon.com rich grace from voices of wrestling thank you for your time and take care sir thank you have a good one imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.